This year has been one of the most transformative and interesting years of my life. And in this time, as I've been thinking about my life and my business, I've really had an opportunity to reflect. And on today's episode, I'm going to be sharing the lessons that I learned this summer, taking a slow summer in my business, and share with you the things that I am planning to change moving forward. So stay tuned. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day, and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess, and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, Quantum Course Creator, Jess here. Welcome back to the podcast, and I am so excited to share with you the lessons that I have learned through this summer. In case you missed it, which would be totally normal because I have not shared it super publicly, but this year I've gone through a lot of growth and changes in my personal life and in my business. Earlier this year, I sold my second company to a competitor. I have really simplified the things that I'm doing in business, and I had a colossal amount of personal life things happen that have really given me an opportunity to step back and reflect on what I am doing in my business and what my goals truly are. This is my fifth year in business online, and I really feel like this has been probably the most transformative and also like the most growth and learning focused year in my business. And I'm really excited to share the lessons that I've learned from you. In case, again, you wouldn't know this, but in case you didn't know this, my birthday was a couple days ago. And I have really given myself the opportunity to look back on the last year and look forward for the next year. And it's given me a lot of time to like think about my business. And if you've been in business a long time, there's a chance that you've been going through the motions, doing the things you feel like you have to do. And you may wake up one day like I did feeling like, what am I doing? What are my goals? Where am I going with this? And I think that in that chance, there's a really good opportunity to reflect and to really think about your business. What are the things that you want to accomplish? Where are you going? And what do you truly desire and value in this world in addition to your business? And how does that really fit together? And if nothing else, I feel like my values have completely shifted and changed over the last year because of the personal things I've gone through. And so that has really given me an opportunity to look at my business through the lens of those values and really figure out what I want to do next. And so one of my biggest lessons this year in going through business was that I realized the last couple of years, I have been searching for the answers outside of myself to grow. And what I mean by that is I have been thinking that I don't have the answers and that I need someone else to tell me what to do, that there is a secret strategy, that there is a industry secret, that somebody is keeping something from me and I need them to tell me how to grow my business. Now, you may be thinking that's silly. I teach launching. I teach courses. I know what I know, and I know that what I know works. But I also think that there comes this like thing where you start to second guess your own expertise. And maybe you aren't in the marketing space, but maybe you've come to that place in your own expertise, in your own business, and you find yourself kind of second guessing what you're teaching and looking to outside sources 
for the answers. And that's entirely what I realized I was doing over the last couple of years. And it's been this really interesting realization that I've made so many investments, so many decisions, so many directions, and so many choices based on fear that I didn't actually know the right answer. But I also believe that I've always had the right answer inside of me. Like that's my biggest aha in this, that by searching for the answer outside of myself, I have abandoned my intuition and stopped trusting myself in my business. And maybe you've come to that place too, right? We live in an industry where there's a lot of keeping up with the Joneses, right? There's always a new shiny thing. No, you need to try this. No, this is what's working right now. And we start to second guess ourselves and really feel like we don't actually know what's going on and what we're doing. And I feel like that's the place that I was in over the last couple of years, rather than listening to my intuition, trusting myself, and doing what I knew worked for me in the long run. And so that's been a big lesson for me, is realizing that I don't have to search for the answers outside of myself. I know what the right answer is. I know what I'm supposed to do. I know what works for me, and I know what feels good for me. And when I just trust that and I take action in accordance to my values and to what I know I need to do, that is when I will succeed. And whether that's called the universe or God or just trusting your intuition or using your human design or whatever label you want to assign it, it ultimately comes down to trusting yourself. And the other thing that I realized is that rather than what I rather than doing what I knew how to do and having success with that, I started to really look for other answers, right? Like I and I just talked about this, but like I really started to think that maybe what I knew wasn't right anymore. And so I really have started to formulate some like direction on where I want to take this. And sure, September may seem like a weird time of year to shift direction, but I think that this is a really cool opportunity to reflect in your business and to look back and say, where have things been going? Am I happy with that? And do I want to continue this way? I do want to caveat that this has been a successful year. I have made more this year than I made last year, and it's only September. So I'm not saying that this, that this hasn't been a profitable year because it has, but it has also been a tumultuous year and a year in which I have really shown myself that maybe the thing that I've always done doesn't have to be the thing that I continue doing, right? So in this period of reflection, I've had a really awesome opportunity to think of five things that I plan on doing moving forward that I think will really help you and help me in really gaining focus in my business. And the word I want to apply to this is simplicity. I think that sometimes we get so caught up in the nuance and the complicatedness of other people's businesses. And we think, oh, such and such has this. So I need to do that, right? I need to have a low ticket offer and a high ticket funnel and a mid ticket thing. And I need to offer done for you services and templates and all of these things. And we create such a complicated idea of what it ultimately takes to be successful that we like talk ourselves out of being successful. Cause man, that sounds strange. 
stressful. And I remember earlier this year when I was building out my goals, I was like, I'm going to have high ticket and low ticket and mid ticket and templates and done for you. And I'm going to do all of it. And honestly, at this season of my life, that sounds exhausting. And I'm really grateful that like I had the opportunity to look back and be like, maybe that isn't actually what I'm going to be doing. And so what I want to talk about on this episode is the concept of simplicity and how we can get out of our like out of integrity with where we want to go and what we want to do and really forsake simplicity. I have been a business, like I said, in this business for five years and business online in general for 12 years now. I have seen fads come and go. I have seen people rise and fall. And what I know is that simplicity scales. When you keep it simple, that is when it scales. And the more complicated that you try to make your business, the less it will scale. And by scale, I mean grow. I mean like amplify, right? That's what scaling means is getting your message in front of more people and making more money. And as somebody who's brought in multiple six figures for the last four of the five years, I feel like I am in a position to know the difference, right? And so one thing that I did early on in my business that was very scalable was I really hyper-focused on one offer. Now, I didn't just have one offer, but I really focused on one offer. And at one point in my business, I really went all in with just the one offer. And what this enabled me to do was to create such focus and drive around one Thing. And there's something really powerful when you create so much focus around one offer and you stop jumping on the shiny objects. You stop thinking, oh, I need to do this because so-and-so is doing that. Oh, I saw an ad about this and I should be doing that. Rather than jumping on the next shiny object, what if you gave one offer an entire year to dial in? What if you gave yourself the time and opportunity to really give true focus and attention to just one offer? And I know that that may sound boring. And if it does, honestly, I feel like maybe you need a hobby, which I've talked about in the past. Your business may not really be here to entertain you solely. It's here to serve people. And so if you know who you help, then having one clear offer that delivers on that is ultimately what's going to make the biggest impact and income in your business. And in the company that I sold, it was truly around one offer. I had a few offers around it, like templates or a higher like not high ticket by any means, but like a mentorship program. And those things were great. But ultimately, the core offer stood so strong that I was able to sell that company for over six figures and really give myself the leverage that I needed to take the time that I needed in my life and in my business. And it's because I had this one offer that was so well-known, so respected in the industry, and was really like the gold standard because I took the time to focus on one offer. And the second piece of this, and what I really have gotten clarity around with this offer, is that when you have one offer, you have the opportunity to hyper-dial in the messaging. There is nothing more powerful than truly knowing your ideal client like the back of your hand. To know that the things that you are saying in your messaging and in your emails are going to resonate in such a powerful way. It makes everything in your business so much easier when you know that you are speaking directly to your ideal client with it and that they are feeling that message so clearly. 
And when you can hyper dial in your messaging because you're so hyper focused on one offer, that's truly when you become unstoppable in the industry. And what's super interesting about this, and I remember the exact moment that it happened for me, is that you truly have to use their language, even if it makes you roll your eyes, which is so hard sometimes, right? Because oftentimes our ideal clients want something, but we know that what they really want is something else or what they need is something else. But what they want is what they're aware of. And if you try to speak above their desires, they're just not gonna hear you. And so giving yourself the opportunity to get inside their head, to use their language, to speak to what they truly want, that gives you the opportunity to hyper dial in your messaging And that is when scaling becomes inevitable because you know exactly what pain points, what like what pleasure points and everything in between that your ideal client is experiencing. And you can speak so specifically to their lived experience in the problem that they're having because you have hyper dialed in that message. And that's really a powerful place to be. So the third piece of this in what I'm focusing on moving forward, besides having one offer and hyper dialing in the messaging is leveraging ads early and often. And this is something that I'm so grateful that I had the courage to do early in my business. You hear so many people, and there's a chance I've even said this myself, is that you shouldn't use ads until you have a proven offer. And I do not disagree with that. I think especially if money is tight and you don't know if you can make back that ad spend or if like you need to make back that ad spend, then of course, focus on a proven offer. However, ads are a really great testing tool if you allow them to be. And honestly, I believe that you will either spend your time or your money or sometimes both. And you have that option to quickly and effectively test your messaging and test what is working in your audience using ads. And if you leverage them early and often, give yourself the chance to get in front of more people, to really dial in your messaging and to really serve your audience with one offer. And so that's a lesson that I had about my business the one that I grew and sold was that I used ads right away. I didn't know what I was doing, but I figured it out and I tested and I tried things. And now I run ads for that audience like a ninja because I have the messaging hyper dialed in and it's focused on one offer. And I know exactly what to say to make them say, hell yes. And so in my business moving forward, I'm going to start leveraging ads again, even if I don't have a large ad spend and really using it as an opportunity to test my messaging, to see what's working in the market right now and learn from it, which I truly think is the power of ads. If you give yourself the opportunity to do so, that really takes me to my next point, which is number four. And that's that being willing to experiment. I think that there's this really interesting bell curve in your business where in the beginning you have nothing to lose or very little to lose. I had a lot to lose personally, but like I was more reckless. I was more devil may care. I was more like willing to do anything to be successful. And you go through this period of like, I have nothing to lose. Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? It's going to work or I'm going to learn something, right? And then you reach the tip of this bell curve and you start to get to the point of like, I don't want to lose what I have. And you start to make more conservative choices and you start to make choices out of fear. And you start to wonder like, what if I lose it all? 
And that's a really unfortunate place to be in your business because it doesn't give you the space to be experimental. It puts you in a, into a state of fear that there's something to be lost. And so you start making more conservative decisions. You're less willing to test things. You're more do or die on your launches at that point. And that's really not a powerful place to be. And I get it because I was the breadwinner for the last five years. And I have the fortune of not being a sole breadwinner anymore. And that's really a powerful and privileged place to be. And I get it because I was a sole breadwinner for five years. And I understand what it takes to allow yourself to be experimental. But I also know that it's that energy of being willing to try things and potentially fail that's how you learn and how you become successful. And that's another big lesson that I'm taking into this new season in my business is being willing to experiment again. Be reckless. Be fearless. Be open to learning from things, to making mistakes, to falling on your face, to failing big, fat, and wide and open, right? Be willing to do it in front of other people in order to learn from it and help other people with that. That's a big like focus that I have going into this next season. And I'm so ready to take the pressure off and just see what happens. I feel like marketing has changed so much in the last five years and I've rolled with the punches But giving myself the space and permission to be experimental is really powerful to just let it go and let go of the pressure and really like lean into what the market is telling me. And ultimately that comes down to the last one too. So number five is to trust myself. And if you're in a place where you are seeking the answer outside of yourself, even and especially if you've been successful in the past and you're feeling like, oh, so-and-so knows better than I do, I should do what they're doing, or oh, look, here's this shiny object, I should have that in my product suite, I urge you to get quiet and figure out what it is about yourself that you no longer trust. What is it about where your intuition has gotten you now that you no longer trust? Because when you truly, fully trust in yourself, you know what the right answer is. I do fully believe that there are unanswered how questions, but unless you're starting a different business or you've truly never been successful in the past, that is the only time where you truly don't know the how. Otherwise, there's a million ways to be successful online, and it's finding the one that resonates with you the most and is in most alignment with you that's going to be truly the most successful. And it's so important in that process to trust yourself. Know that you already know the answers. And if you don't know the answers, you will figure them out. And the answers are not outside of you, that you know what to do. And maybe that'll lead you to a new investment. Maybe not, right? But trust yourself in your decisions. And with that, be willing to trust yourself, even when it seems like it might not go perfectly. So those are really my reflections over the last, you know, year in my life and in my business of all the things changing. And I'm so grateful for that. But I like it's been a crazy year. It's not been like sunshine and rainbows. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to look back and say, like, what have I learned from this? So I'm going to die or I'm going to recap all of that for you. And I really want to impart on you the wisdom of simplicity and really focusing on one offer, hyper dialing in the messaging, leveraging ads to test things, being willing to experiment and truly trusting yourself in the process. And if you're feeling stuck in your business or you're feeling like nothing is working or you're feeling like you're spinning your wheels and not getting anywhere, come back to this. 
It's time to refine simplicity in your business and to get back to what you know, trust that you know the answer and keep moving forward. So I hope that this was helpful. I'm really feeling optimistic about this new season of my business and know that if you're feeling the same way, that it is a completely normal evolution of business. I've been in business for a very long time. I've been online for a very long time. And I know that all of this is cyclical and I know that there are seasons in every business. So as we roll on into fall, <laughs> grab your pumpkin spice. And now is a really great opportunity to examine the systems and the beliefs that you have around your business and see how you can make it truly work for you. So I hope today's episode was helpful and I cannot wait to see you in my next episode.